0: Hello, welcome to the December 8th, 2020 edition of the KMS Wrap-Up. Today's show was Mystery Guest, where we found out the Mystery Guest was in fact one blind Michael Geary, which I don't think anyone saw coming. Um, apparently he was called in by, by Stephen Kirk yesterday. Uh, they've, they've been filming at night so far this week, so he was able to come in. I think he did a great job. Uh, I'm joined by the one and only Tim in Canton. Tim, how are you doing? Good, sir.
1: Hey, Justin. December 8th, also the date that, according to S.E. Robinson, John Lennon crashed in an airplane and died. Yes,
0: R.I.P. John <laughs> Lennon. Known Terrible pilot. Was not the best pilot in the world. But, no, um,
1: he also thinks he's the grandson of uh, Vladimir Lennon, but we'll let
0: that one go. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, uh, well, anyway, so today was the first show. This was, you know, the, the boys are back in town. This was the first uh first if you if you woke up in a time capsule from three months ago this is the show you would expect to hear you'd expect to hear Mike Steve Kirk this is the first time they've all been together since I believe it was September third or sometime around sometime around September so it's been it's been over three months since uh, all three of the gang has been together and uh, I think didn't skip a beat I think I think I think I can't wait for January when Mike comes back. And I and, and he's a regular member of the show again. I, I really enjoyed today's show. I I think Mike's very witty in this sense. I think I think the way to start off the show by having Mike do that Bugs Rabbit impression was was very I, I don't I don't want to call it hilarious. It was just awkward. It was just the awkwardness that I think the Minifans missed. Bad good. Yeah, yeah. It was just good the bad. awkwardness where he's like yeah. How long? How long do you want me to keep this going for? You yeah, know, yeah. He, he,
1: gave, he gave up so fast, and uh, yeah, it's so it's been three months, which is collectively about, about the amount of time that you spend napping each, um, each quarter. Um But it was nice to hear Mike back. But I, you did hear a little bit of a crack in his veneer when Kirk mentioned Madawaska, and it was good that Mike mm. said it. Yes. And he said, "Not sure that that's good timing for me." I like that Mike is thinking about that. And thinking about getting better and what the road to recovery is for him. And that's a big deal. And they say with recovery, a lot of times you can't leave home base for a while. Um, so we'll see if it happens. Uh, it'd be great to hear Mike in Metawaska again, but it might be too much of a uh, trigger event for him to be able to go. Who knows?
0: Yeah, I actually really liked the fact that Mike was able to kind of stick up for himself and say, mm-hmm. uh, like, he never, he didn't say, he didn't blatantly say no. He said, I don't right. wanna to commit to it now. Meanwhile, yeah. Mike from six months ago, or Mike from right before he left, would have said, "Yep, like um, looks like I'm doing it." Like he would have done anything for the show, which which is a good thing. But also, I, it's good to see him put himself as the first priority. You know, put his health in the in the first priority. So, so that was good to see. Um, I, I, I would like to see Mike back in Madawaska uh, for uh, for some redemption. But right. exactly like that, you know, I don't know how that that would be with him. You know with that whole experience he had last year and stuff like that so i'm sure he's gonna talk about his therapist through that and and what he's got got going with his uh with his new blind mic project that was announced that he announced today on the show which is yes. uh yes
1: the, the which is kind of funny because that is the name of it the blind mic project my, and yeah. i understand from what he says justin you're an integral part of this so he talked a little bit about how you've been helping him out and how he's also always on his toes when he talks to you as if you might be some sort of an interloper or spying on him
0: oh well i told him first things first uh i am loyal to the kirk minahan show first uh i'll I'll help mike out with whatever he needs but if i see some sort of content that i think that kirk and steve would enjoy uh kirk kirk you said multiple times the best thing i ever did was record him and Quantum Wee Chris before the first episode of uh the Cheers podcast. So I if I if I get another moment like that, like it's being sent over to to Minahan. I mean, there's no question about it. I think he knows that.
1: Um, and Mike's I, got quite a, he's got quite a team. He's got you. He's got uh, Matt Morell, uh, Marine Matt as he's known from EEI, and i in a fan named Craig. So he's got quite a staff already growing it, going into his uh, his next business venture, and it sounds, from what he said, like that part-time potential job at the center. I mean, let's face it, the name's out there, but let's call it the center for, for now. Uh, that sounds like it's not going to be happening anytime soon with COVID lurking around every corner.
0: Yeah, I, I could see that also. I, I, I bet you the majority of people leave that place thinking they're going to get a wanting to get a job there but then kind of once you leave you're kind of like because uh, you know how, like when you're in high school you just want to be like oh I want to be the cool substitute teacher I want to come back and be the teacher and then you leave and you're like ah, I don't nope. really want to go back there nope. so never ever
1: ever had that thought in my mind no well that was never, always, that, so was always so that was you, you I wanted to come
0: back and be the cool substitute teacher <laughs> I but, couldn't uh, wait to get out of high school a, never go back but then as soon as I left I was like yeah I don't never want to come back here again so, I, know, I, I know
1: what you mean. It sounds like he he's very comfortable where he's where he is and that he seems like uh you know, he did say he's he's the uh he's the cool guy. Uh he's the uh optimum ocular guy. But um and it sounds like maybe he wants to give a little back and be somewhat of a mentor or a teacher to these other students that come in. And he said they're not kids. These are grown yeah, adults. Yeah,
0: no, these are these are these are grown adults. I mean, I think he said to you where well, there was one lady who was like in her eighties that was that was there that was still fourteen. 114, 114, he said well, I think he I think he estimated. <laughs> I don't think, <I> think so. <laughs> <laughs> but um but the one I will say to to backtrack to get back to the show, I will say there was not much when Mike first came back, there was that whole what's your relationship with Steve like? Do you actually like Steve? Do you hate Steve? That was not touched upon at all today. So I I thought they would get more into the Mike-Steve relationship. And what did did
1: you think? Did you think, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I was wondering about that. Do you think there was an underlying current of something there? Like Mike and Steve have always said they get along great outside the studio, which Mm -hmm. is odd because inside the studio when they work together – actually a little bit combative so do you think there was an underlying current of tension between the two
0: like oh mike's
1: back we're back to the way it
0: was or i don't think there's an underlying current in today's show i think they probably just forgot about the uh about like that conversation because it was much more prevalent uh when mike first came back and you know steve had to go and and do his thing but um I, I'd like I'd like to see them dive into that a little bit more uh, to see them, you know, get into why don't you think because because they both think that the other person does not like them, but they both say like, oh, I like Mike. I like, Steve. I like each other. Right. Well, so, we're not going to know until January because
1: he's not back on the show until uh, beginning of January.
0: Yes. So I, I think that would is that was a uh, not, not not a miss or anything, but I was I was expecting Mike to kind of, uh, you know, talk about, oh, you know, Steve thinks Steve because Steve said like I don't think Mike likes me and Mike said I don't think Steve likes me so I think it'd be interesting if they both got together and you know had a chit chat and kind of sorted through their feelings and became one and it would be a magical moment for the show. A good bonding. Maybe maybe Mike should go on this trip to uh, South Carolina.
1: So With, another topic that was discussed and Kirk just did a Periscope about I saw the that project. I saw so that. a five day trip, right? He said a five day trip mm-hmm. to South Carolina. Um, he revealed that it is something to do with true uh, unsolved.
0: What was it? Unsolved true it's like crime. unsolved genre. true crime. Yeah, that doesn't get a lot. That did not get a lot of media. Lot of the,
1: attention. Yes, he. In in fact, he said. Uh, I think he said at one point on uh, one of the looking back at the breadcrumbs that uh, um, Steve, you live to tape. Uh, twitter account has putting together he's he's wrapping his mind in a pretzel trying to figure it out but uh he looked back at some of the breadcrumbs and kirk has said it's something that was virtually untouched Mm -hmm. so very curious to see what that is because there's a lot of true crime and um uh mystery podcasts out there and and there's a reason they're freaking great i mean people can't get enough of them
0: well let me just I haven't listened to any true crime podcast, but I know like Netflix series, there's Netflix series after Netflix series on this stuff. And uh, they're, they're super interesting. I'm sure Kirk's going to do an incredible job. I did find it interesting um, how much he's actually invested. in. Like I didn't find it like, well, I wasn't shocked, but I I knew nothing about this secret project. And he's talking about how he has whiteboards with all these things yeah. and all these people and how they're connected and whether or not they're lying. It it, it seems like it's a, like a true detective sort of thing. Uh, sort of podcast, which, I mean, True Detective is one of the, season one was one of the best HBO series of all time. So I, I can really see this kind of going off into to, to something like that, where I'm not entirely sure how cold this case is that uh, Kirk said he's looking at, or, or the cases are. I'm not sure if it happened last year, if it happened in uh, in the, like the 2000s, 90s, oh. 80s, or something like that. But I, I'm, I'm excited. I think it's, he, he he seems to be very invested in it. Which obviously, when Kirk does something, he does something one hundred and ten percent. You can't get him half-assing something. And I thought it was interesting when he said the reason why the shows lately, the Kirk Minahan shows lately, have been kind of funnier or kind of more upbeat and bringing in get minifan guests and having lighter shows is to kind of offset yeah. the darkness yeah. of, 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 yeah. of 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 you know whatever he's doing. So whatever he's doing isn't like. A, I, I, I don't want to guess on anything, but I doubt. I think someone was talking about like a painting was stolen. I can't imagine that it was that.
1: Oh, that uh, was a supposition. That was a uh, the the um, Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. That's been going on for a yeah, long. I right.
0: Yeah, I can't yeah. imagine. I have a feeling this has to. No, do that's that's
1: that's already been all. It's definitely yeah. not. This because,
0: has this this must have to do with some sort of murder or 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 something or something dark, which it's, is. Uh,
1: it's obviously. It, it, I mean he and Steve have both said how emotionally uh, draining it is. And I'm with you, no matter what it is, it's going to be not just good. It's going to be great because it seems like he's really amped up for this. He does great with investigative style Mm -hmm. uh, journalism and it's putting two things that he does great and loves to do together. It's podcasting Mm -hmm. and some sort of investigative journalism. Also he made mention he's hoping this will help somebody. Um, so that, that's the part I like the most is where it's not getting any attention. I, I, you're, you're, you're down by me. So I don't know if you've ever seen on the North shore, as you come down route one, it's been up for years as a billboard. Have you ever seen the billboard that says, do you know who killed me? No. So it's on route one as you come, uh, from the North of the city into, into the city over the Tobin. It's been there for years, probably decades at this point. And I always think that poor family still doesn't know what happened to this
0: person? Is it just a picture um, of, a, of a...
1: Yeah, it's a picture of a woman and it's got a phone number and it I think it has a date on it. I haven't seen it in a while, but it still sticks in my in my head. Anybody mm-hmm. that's seen it, I'm sure they know what I'm talking about. And so to hear Kirk say that he hopes that this helps with people, not necessarily closure, but that it's just going to help some people, it's, mm-hmm. it, that's the part I like the best because i think that is what's so different because a lot of these true crime is is great at telling the story or uncovering things that weren't no known but it looks like he's going after something that nobody's talking about that is Mm -hmm. still obviously is still affecting people it was uh today somebody had tweeted out and i apologize i forget who it was and i don't want to steal their thunder but they had said they remember there was a show where they stopped recording for an hour because they got a call and they came back on and said that call was yes. compelling and it was draining. I mean, and that was for an hour and they both sounded like, "Woof, we need to go take a break here." But you know, they powered through. So really looking to that forward to that aspect of what it is that um, is going to be uncovered and that will hopeful, hopefully help with uh, people that are dealing with whatever it is that's gone on.
0: I still have money on that. It's a movie movie review podcast. I still think it's going. It. <laughs> He's going to go or, around. A review, to uh,
1: or a, a Bruce
0: Springsteen review. Yeah, he's, he's going to interview all these theaters that are dying, the owners, and it's <laughs> sad to see their businesses be taken yeah, away from them. Talk
1: to each and every one and how they're going out of business.
0: But no, I I, I, I can't wait. I think I think, he, I, he did say in the periscope. He said, it's not going to be for some people. If you're a fan of the yeah. Kirk Minahan show, you won't necessarily yeah. be a fan of, we'll just call it the Kirk crime podcast. And um, Bostul's. Big time behind it. She, that, Erica that's the thing too.
1: Is tweeted out a, a very uh, complimentary, supportive tweet about how how awesome she thinks the project is. She just did it after Kirk did the, the Periscope. So, I mean, it, it sounds like this is going to be above and beyond what we've heard in the past about true crime podcasts.
0: It's not, however, I know exactly- he described it. I know he said he went to Brockton and he went to Bridgewater and places around yeah. Massachusetts, but then he's not just going to South Carolina. I think he said he's going to like Texas. He's going yep. to Colorado. He's Possibly going to California, Yeah, California, like all these yeah. other places. So this is, this is like a national, this is, this is big. So this is definitely more of, I, I think this is going to be the best thing that happens to the Kirk Minahan show. Since like his his First fight with Dave because I think People are going to see this Barstool is going to promote this They're going to uh, whatever Like it's not going to be bad Like just because people won't like it Doesn't mean doesn't mean it's going to be bad I think it's going to be very well produced Steve does an incredible Job it's going to be In depth I mean he seems to be like It's driving him insane How much he's like looking into it and has All he says he, he has like He's passionate about it. So I, think passion, I think a lot of people yeah. are going to see this uh, listen to it, and then be like, "Oh, well, I want to go check out what else this uh, this guy does on the Kirk Minahan show." And I think it's going to be a, a great way to to build in a new audience. I also like the fact that this is a uh, it's not a uh, like a current day podcast. It's not something where like you and me could listen to the Kirk Minahan show from August of you know 2019 and love it. But the average person isn't going to, you know, what they're talking about. It, it's not current events. This seems to be like something where, if you listen to it the first day it comes out, or you listen to it two years later, it's still going to be relevant. It's still going to be, it's it's like a it's like a TV series in in that way, in which it's not necessarily talking about the day daily topics. But um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm super excited about this. This kind of he, he did say last week. He did say
1: that there was a potential for minifans being involved in subsequent episodes or series. And that's, so it all makes sense if he's doing something about crime, maybe he's looking at other stories that might affect um, some minifans out there. Who knows? Yeah, and he did. And he did say it. And he it's, did say um, that he expects a lot of non-minifans to be fans of the new uh, secret project.
0: Yes. And I mean, and he, he even said, hopefully if this, this works well and Barstool happy with it, there'll be a season two. And I mean, I, I don't know if season, if it would be kind of like a true detective season two, where it's like a completely different topic, a different situation, or if it would be diving even deeper into this. But it seems like he he's going all out, which which I think if you watch that Periscope and you're still upset that he's going to three days a week on the Kirkman Hand Show, you are just completely selfish. The amount three days of work a
1: week with the same amount of content, it's, the amount it's of work just,
0: he's you're, putting into it,
1: you're eating your meal a different way. That's all. That's all. And my suggestion: listen twice. I will
0: yeah, forget. or or listen, to, like I said, listen to old episodes. Or we're gonna get or, more content than before because it's gonna be the KMS mm-hmm. and the Secret Project. Yeah, and I, I I think I can't wait, I can't wait for the official trailer to drop for the uh, mm-hmm. Secret Project just to find out. Like, because because he said he, he also said it's one of those things where he can't openly talk about what it is because it would affect what they're doing, the filming, which is which is yeah. super exciting. Yeah. So it, it, it's good to see that Erica, Dave, everyone has his back there. They're, they're excited about it. I know. Do you, Dave, think, at
1: any, do you think at any point, uh, depending on how South Carolina goes and if there's any shenanigans, like Steven said, he's, he really wishes he could have a gun with him. So it sounds like they're going to be in some contentious situations. Do you think at any point you would be invited to be security on the next trip? Maybe.
0: Uh, well, I'm not going to make up. So sub- I, I mean, obviously I'll go anywhere and do anything. <laughs> Uh, but you I don't know kind of to prove
1: yourself up in Maine, right? I also I also, not, I also can't
0: carry a gun. So uh so that's is okay. That, that's no you don't have to can...
1: carry a gun, you have to just take the bullet, Justin. I mean you gotta watch one of Kirk's uh, uh favorite actors uh, in the line of fire with Clint Eastwood. You know,
0: you play that yeah, role. No, I'll, I'll, I'll bring a, a bullet for just Kirk any day, too shit and his last words will be you're fired and that will keep me alive because I'll speaking be alive. of which
1: how many are you keeping tab There's, there's got to be a, a parody account now on twitter about justin's fired. oh how no i
0: mean i'm up to like 15 or 16 i'm, I'm not entirely sure but, impressive. Yeah. but uh, impressive but hey but hey that means i've been that means i've been rehired 16 or 17 times so how many <laughs> it's, when, it's that? when that balance isn't in the positive that you have to worry exactly so uh so yeah, so I yeah, I mean, obviously, if they ever needed me to do anything, they know that, but I think they're also keeping it on the hush hush because they're oh, afraid the bathroom, the bathroom still needs to be cleaned. I have I've I have asked Steve so many times, can I please you just got it. just period? go and do it? Just uh, go. But I, do I don't 100%. have a key to go in there. Like I'm not going to break in. I have Why I have all the doors usually open from what they say. I have all the bathroom cleaning supplies. I'm gonna go there and make it spotless. I think Kirk said today he wants me to do uh, another celebrity list. While I'm doing it, I would love to do that. I'd even put on like a little little outfit. It would be. It Why would do be I perfect.
1: envision uh, Forrest Gump talking about shrimp while you're on your knees scrubbing? Talking about your top 500 uh, celebrity list. By the way, can a guy have a celebrity list and spell
0: Lauren wrong? I thought his name was Lauren. I don't, I don't know. I thought I, I I honestly thought his name was Lauren the entire time. You know, I mean, I, I don't know. People down south have boy names or girl names or at oh. least well, from canada okay well see I'm, I'm not a big saturday night live guy or nbc guy um uh, you know I've, I've kept my distance ever since ever since that cosby stuff thing i don't i don't pay attention
1: oh that's right. it yeah well so listen that's, that's, yeah, at least you, you hey you know how it is the more you put yourself out there more scrutiny is going to be so
0: oh yeah no i mean I, up. I, I, felt, I i did change it back on instagram but it was it was it was embarrassing i think ziggy robinson actually messaged me he said uh he said, "Does Steve run the Instagram account?" I go, oh, "No, I put mostly post everything." And he goes, "Apologies in advance." And then he po- he posted something where it was just like, "Learn to spell," and it was like, "Oh, it, it, it's no big deal. I, I fucked up."
1: Um, so you met. So speaking of uh, not Instagram but posts, you had mentioned something that you feel may have got misconstrued about what you wanted to cover tonight, which was also yes, the calls.
0: So I, I said I said on Twitter that uh, the calls were terrible today, just in the in the sense that. I, I was not including Big Cat in the uh the umbrella of the calls. I just think well, did people, you
1: think Big Cat's call was terrible? There's nothing. No, the I, I, I thought it's Big it.
0: Cat's call was great. I think he was he was funny. I think whenever Kirk brings up the ratings, uh and, and whatever, I think that, that like slowly digs under Big Cat's skin because he takes it personal for some reason. And I think Kirk's the best at doing that. <laughs> I, I think it was funny to see uh Big Cat and Mike go back and forth a little bit, but I just don't think the calls today were great. I mean, Ke- Kevin from Bristol call. I, Kirk said he gave him two hours to prepare, which is almost no time in in, in in the world. So I don't I don't blame Kevin from Bristol at all. I mean, he he had an all time call last week uh, with really banger you, out. I um, mean that
1: that was hitting a grand slam to win Game Seven of the World Series, and then you got to follow it up. It's uh, it's tough to do. It's and Kevin. Kevin's been doing this since. Back in the E.E.I. days, when he got banned, and he was uh, Dorian Hungwell and and some other characters.
0: Sometimes you just don't hit. You just don't hit all the. Uh, yeah, I mean, not everything is going to be a home run. I mean, I think uh, even even Kirk said last week when they were talking about uh, Quantum Week, Chris and and Matt kept bringing up how uh, Kirk stepped all over um, Chris's joke, and Matt goes, "So you're telling me that not all your jokes hit?" And Kirk goes, "Yeah, not all my jokes hit." <laughs> and it's just, I mean, show me one person who's, who's every single time their jokes hit. And, uh, and I, the Kevin from Bristol call was tough. Um, it was kind of funny that they uh, cut it off early. I'm i am glad they kept it in though, because, um, you know, it's just what they do.
1: Yeah. It's, I, so what, what about the, so this is, you know, this is near and dear to my heart, right? Frank <laughs> calls, calling into the show obsessed with, I'm obsessed with doing that. As Kirk has pointed out, I, Like to hang out at bus stops and recruit young runaways Mm -hmm. to be prank callers. So, what was it that you didn't think was so great about the calls today? The calls into
0: the show. I don't necessarily think many. I don't necessarily think it was their fault. I think they were blindsided uh, (pun intended) by the fact that Mike was in studio. I think if you, if they, if they know, if you know Mike's in studio beforehand, you're going to have yourself or someone else call in with with Mike-centric calls, but. Uh, what was the What was the first call? I, I, I That was uh,
1: the Netflix recommendation about white, the White Gold show with the yeah.
0: I, I just I feel like that the calls just weren't great today. So I think I think they
1: got a special project guest, the uh, halfway cafe commercial, which was immediately aborted. A uh, blind mic playing the blind mic sensitive sounds was great. Then they got to the uh, guy who put actually. So this led to the yes. whole. I will say that that call. That the, the guy call who called Billy in and called. said Billy football was the number one Bruce fan, according to Billy football, I think. Uh, and that was the last call. So there weren't that many calls. Um, and that prompted the call out to big cat and, and the discussion about, you know, who, who really knows Bruce and who doesn't and big cat uh, like the show notes that he, he essentially, you know, put a pin in that balloon before it well, exploded.
0: I mean, I mean, well, I mean, it's just, you're, arguing against a wall if you think that you know more about bruce springsteen but do you, do you do you think yeah I, I, yeah I, I
1: agreed Rianne kirk is just amazing with his bruce knowledge just um but do you think uh the call quality is less so because it's at
0: night and people are a little bit thrown off i think they're just having they're have they haven't been calls and, and no they haven't been a lot of calls lately and, but in a while, which I mean, I see some people complaining that there's not enough calls. It's like and these were the same people that were complaining that the show was turning into all calls. So it, it, it's, I, like, I it's can, like you want I calls, can, you don't want calls, you can't be happy. But, I can tell um, you for
1: a fact there is a thread of um psychotic callers mm-hmm. not that I had anything to do with it, um, that are chomping at the bit to be calling in. And uh I think sometimes people are caught off guard that mm-hmm. didn't realize they might be recording and uh, um so I don't think it's this necessarily a lot of the same people that are in their typical mode when that tweet goes out that they're taking calls whether you're at work or what have you
0: you know a lot of people are at home at night doing other things. I do think that the funniest that it the I don't want to say the I can always say every single show that the funniest segment you know the call last week was the funniest segment was it was so funny when they were doing the impression of when they were going down to South Carolina and how they were acting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I pray that one, one day, maybe be next week when they're down in South Carolina, but Kirk and Steve do an entire episode like that. Where so you have, have you been down there to South Carolina? I have, I have a buddy who lives down there. Uh, he went to USC. Um, I have not been down there. I know, I know a lot about it. It, it does not take
1: long to get very country very very fast i mean deep woods country um where they they will feel like they're in a a whole different world yeah i mean we know around here around metro boston takes a while for that urban sprawl to finally get into the country it takes about five miles baby and you are in the you're in the woods
0: yeah i've heard it's just it's just a different atmosphere down there like my my buddy went to a restaurant and he ordered a shit ton of food and they're like, yeah, it'll be seven dollars and eighty cents. He was yeah, like, it's, I
1: mean, selling selling hot peanuts or whatever it is on the side of the road. So, it's it's just different. It's it's not as much urban sprawl as we have up here. You know, most cities are similar. So, it will be funny to see if they uh, do something like that while they're down there in the deep woods.
0: So yeah, so I, I think I think next week uh, that's very exciting. You know, to know that there's going to be these little KMS road trips. Five so, five days in South Carolina, right? I know, but but like but like he said on the uh, Periscope today, you know, he plans on going to California, to yeah. Texas, uh, to all these other states and, and stuff like that. And he got the okay from Erica to do it. So I, I think that can be, you know, just add to more content because I'm sure you know Steve always seems to get into wacky hijinks whenever he goes on a trip <laughs> somewhere, whether it's hitting a deer or making up making up uh, a or something like that. So I, I do find it
1: hilarious that uh separate cars totally get it separate rooms 100 get oh, but yeah. didn't they mention i gotta read my note again but aren't they getting separate hotels as well
0: yes i, I, love that. That. I, I
1: freaking to- love that i love it i love it it's, it, it, uh, it's true to form it's i mean you know kirk doesn't lie he'll t- he's he says what he means and he means what he says and he doesn't want to stay in the same hotel um which I don't blame him because who knows how many people from Steve's family he's going to have in his hotel room and around the hotel. <laughs> and
0: right? uh, I, I like it; it's kind of like the uh, the designated uh, designated survivor approach. You know, if one of them gets into contact with COVID, sure. knock on wood, or something like that, you know, or they, it's they won't
1: total avoidance. Uh, yeah, they won't
0: approach. be they won't be together, so they could uh, they could still continue on with the project um i'm not entirely sure what else i, I would give i would give mike a for today's show i know wait, that's, that's been big on rating guests i think mike was great today i think he it, it listening to it you know if you close your i closed my eyes when i was laying in bed for the 13th what hour and you know in a row and i was just like ah, oh, i feel you like i'm ram at that point finally i feel like i'm laying in bed in august not you know you know just uh or not <laughs> august but like july you know took me took me back to to uh the olden days of the Kirkmanahan show.
1: Yeah, it was great. I, I agree. It was great to hear him on, but I am also uh, getting more and more excited about what's to come. Also, Mike's not coming back, so it was nice to hear him on, but my feeling was let's get on with the new stuff. Exactly. Uh, I think that was awesome that he came on as a mystery guest and and that he's he's going his own road and he's going to come in and promote, and I think it's just going to be great every time that he comes in. I thought um, they were
0: going to have him in like a voice changer or whatever, or you know, have him. You know how they, whatever. Well, he, e- he was supposed to be Bugs Rabbit. <laughs> Bugs Rabbit. Well, <laughs> so you can tell, you tell the that. way Mike talks. Do you, no matter <laughs> I'm like, what. Like, okay, well, this, is, yeah. this is Mike, obviously. Yeah. But um, Mike's but like no. me. He's
1: not an impression guy. No matter what your accent or the way you speak, always comes through.
0: So and anything else you want to, you want to cover? Yeah,
1: did, did you want to do, uh, this, okay. you know, we talked about kind of doing like this week in history since so yes, I'm going to yes, do yes, yes. once a week. Um, so big week last December. So I went through December 5th through the 11th, um, actually through the ninth, excuse me, big week. So this was, uh, December 5th was a, a Thursday and that was the, the tennis match. Ooh. So anybody wants to go back and listen to that three freaking hour show. Awesome show. Uh, they did some in studio, and then they did that night where they had the the match of all matches. Uh, some stars, I guess you could call them, were were made from that with the uh, play to play a uh, play by play guy, uh, oh, yes. who is not the Led Zeppelin guy. We did find Correct. out not him. Uh, the next day was the match review where Steve was just eviscerated. Just, I mean, that's all there is to say. Uh, the next day was. Um, uh, talk about MHB criticizing the show on Mike and the Minifans and then how he was apologizing to Kirk on text and Kirk's only criticism was just be consistent. You know, you know, you got a criti- criticism, that's fine. You don't have to apologize for it. But not to be overshadowed on that 12-9 show mm-hmm. is where the Adul uh, I can't even pronounce his last name, Adul. where the Adul uh, talk started and Kirk fessed up to uh, what he was doing with all his stealing his money and covering the room with DNA uh, on the 10th. There was a uh, MHB who uh, joined the show to defend himself. And also Jerry Callahan joined.
0: Was that the first time? About- yes. And it was to talk about him launching his podcast. Oh, that's another, that's another thing that was, uh, mentioned on the show today. It seems like the, uh, the bridge is slowly being built yes uh, yeah. Kirk and Jerry he said they were texting back and forth about the uh, OMF stuff and the uh, Craig Carton stuff. So that's always good to see. I think it's, it, it's good. Um, and on uh 12, nine
1: to wrap this up real quick, 12, nine after a Brady, horrible loss uh, the night before mm-hmm. Kirk had made his prediction. Like some people in the media, not all that Brady was done and gone from new England. Sure enough. He was not to return also this week in KMS show history scroller with three l's steve revealed his proclivity for still photo pornography on scroller with three l's quite a week quite a week
0: very exciting well i think that just about does it here on the kms wrap-up thank you everyone for listening tonight we have the anal boys at nine (laughs) all aboard they're doing their thing Boys. We also have a KMS Bruise tonight. Is that, is that an off-Broadway play now? The Anal Boys. The, the Anal Boys. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's it's something. I think it might be in Broadway, but um, uh, then we have the KMS Bruise Boys. I believe at eight o'clock. Uh, so check them out. Uh, make sure to subscribe, rate wherever you're following. If if you're listening to this on podcast, please subscribe. Please rate. Do all that and fun I, stuff. I believe Channel Zero is taping
1: tonight. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure I'm on that tonight. But and I don't they know if they're posting, yeah, because they do their own RSS feed. Yeah, now. they
0: uh they post it and then yeah. send it to me and then I post it up. Awesome. So thank you, Kirk, and we will talk to you tomorrow.